If you're someone who's going no contact with a narcissist parent or you're considering it or any narcissist family member and you're having guilt about it, today at queenbeing.com, I'm gonna share with you something that might help to make your life a little bit easier and take away some of that guilt for you. So let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and cptsdfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll just get going. So I'm gonna share with you a clip from my live stream earlier today where a couple of people said to me that really helped me. So I thought I would share it with my larger YouTube family for those who couldn't make it to the stream. I was responding to a question from a viewer. So take a look. I love peonies said, peonies, I always read it peonies in my head. I know it's peonies. Said, hi Angie, how do I handle aging narc father who continues to gaslight and blame me for severe childhood abuse my mother inflicted on me? Dealing with trying to limit contact and guilt. Maybe this will help. It is not your responsibility as a child to take care of your parents' emotional need, emotional health, any of that. Your father should have done something to prevent your mother from abusing you. And because he didn't, he was essentially also abusing you. You don't owe him anything. I understand he's aging and I understand they're very good at guilt. But if your father isn't willing to acknowledge and grow with you about the abuse, I mean, it's one thing if she was a narcissist and he was her victim, but if, if he is in fact also abusing you, which it sounds to me like he is by denying your truth, then you are within your rights to go no contact. And even though it might feel gross and it might feel uncomfortable and yucky, deal with the discomfort for a short time. Take a deep breath and cut it off because what will happen is when you get past the painful part of this, you will in fact breathe easier. You will stop questioning every freaking decision you make about how is he going to deal with it? How is he going to handle it? You will stop worrying about making a decision that is acceptable to him. You will stop worrying about being someone who's acceptable to him. You will only care about how the people in your life who matter to you feel about you. And I hope that your first concern is how you feel about you. Because narcissistic parents, they don't want us to have a sense of self. They want us to live as extensions of them forever. Because if we do that, they can continue to control us. My mother controlled me till I was 35 years old. And then that moment happened when something snapped and everything changed. And not everybody is so lucky that, listen to me calling it lucky. It was a horrible moment in my life when she did what she did. It devastated me. I was sick, physically sick for weeks afterward because I was so shocked and upset by it. But now in hindsight, I can see that it's a blessing that she did that because it, we recovered as a family. We didn't have a problem because we were really living our truth already. And I was sick with the betrayal. But when it happened, it, it was a gift in hindsight because it gave me the strength I needed to get away and stay away. Now, just in case you're wondering, I'm going to share with you a little clip from a previous video as to what my mother did that upset me so much and made me go no contact. Take a look. Four years later, I met Bill, my current husband, and after our second and third children were born and several years of a controlling guilt and obligation-fueled relationship with my mother, I decided to stand up for myself. And when she ruined my plans to be the first person to show our kids the beach, that's where all of the drama started, the big drama that 
eventually led to my going no contact. The oldest, my oldest child, and the only one she'd ever really had a relationship with, and that continues to be true to this day, had been invited to go to California to visit my brother with her that summer. Well, of course I agreed, because I, you know, want my kids to have experiences, but when I agreed, I said, please make it after the vacation that my husband and I have planned, because, and I did give her the dates, because this was the first time that we had ever been able to afford a family vacation that was a real vacation, and I really wanted to be the first one to show the kids the beach for the first time, and my oldest son was 12 at the time. A couple of weeks after that happened, as I was getting the kids out the door for school, and my husband out the door for work, I got a phone call in a rush. She said, we're going to California on this date, and we need to buy the plane tickets right now. Will this date work? And I said, well, could you please wait until I finish getting everyone out the door so I can check my calendar, because I can't remember the dates of our vacation right now. But she pushed me, saying, I have to know right now. I have to know right now. So I asked my husband what he thought. And he said, sure, as long as it's after our vacation. So I said that to her, and I said, you know, I don't remember our dates, but as long as those are after the dates I gave you, that's fine. And she said, oh, this will be fine. This will be fine. It'll work just fine. Well, I got everyone out the door, and a few minutes later, I rushed to my office to check my calendar. It turned out that she had planned her vacation for the same week, actually the week before my vacation was planned. So I immediately called her, and I said, listen, those dates aren't going to work because it's the same week, and I explained why, blah, blah, blah. Well, of course, she started screaming at me, and she said I was just being difficult, and that it didn't matter that I was only trying to ruin her trip that I was trying to make everything hard and it had nothing to do with me wanting to show my children the beach. None of that was true, but it didn't matter because she hung up on me and a while later my dad called and told me what a terrible daughter I was and how I'd really hurt my mother. I was beside myself and I told him exactly what I thought about that statement. That was when he told me he never really liked me and he tolerated her, me only for her. That was the beginning of the end of my relationship with my parents. There was more drama over the following weeks and I allowed my son to go on vacation and also to camp with her that summer, again, to avoid taking opportunities away from my child. But I had stopped talking to her on a regular basis at that point, and instinctively, without even knowing what I was doing, I had gone low contact. Still, I didn't want to take away the opportunities that she was offering my oldest child, and so I remained in contact with her about him only. So one day, after a difficult phone call with my doctor's office, which left me in tears, there was a knock on my door. There stood a kind young social worker from CPS, Child Protective Services, who stated that she was there to investigate a report of neglect. Someone had called Child Protective Services and claimed that my home was filthy and that my children were not being fed. A CPS worker came in and talked to me, talked to my husband, and interviewed our children. We showed her around our home and even inside our garage and our bedrooms. We showed her the food in our, our pantry and our fridge and offered a proof that in fact, we were involved with our children and we took care of our family. She decided the complaint was bunk and she closed the case that day, which she did. She said that sometimes people called CPS when they were angry at someone and wondered if that was what was happening to us. So I couldn't think of anyone who would do that to us at that point, believe it or not. And in fact, it never even crossed my mind that my mother would be the person to do that to my family. But as the lady was leaving, I out of the blue, I said, hey, could I, could I look at the complaint? She obliged, and as I read it, I came across several phrases that were very familiar to me, and they helped me realize that it was in fact my mother, because, you know, as the CPS people took the notes down, they wrote down exactly what the person who called said. I knew she had been involved in this at this point. I knew because of the language that she had used and that, you know, the, the, the words that she put together. It was undeniable. I was devastated. But at that exact moment, something happened inside me. All sense of obligation and guilt about her went away. The invisible cord that connected me to her, I felt it snap inside me. And at that moment, 
I lost all feeling for her. Maybe it was survival kicking in, but somehow I knew what I had to do. I picked up the phone and I called her and I told her that I knew what she had done. I told her I was finished with her and that she could never call me again. She screamed at me and she played the victim and that would be her MO. That would become her MO for months to come and probably still is. I don't know because I'm no contact now. She told me to call my brother. I ignored her and hung up. My brother called me moments later and claimed he'd made the call. I reminded him that the person who had made the call had talked about things in my house that my brother had never seen. He hadn't been in my house for many years and somehow I stupidly believed that he and I understood each other. We had a relationship, I thought. Uh, he lived in a different state at the time. He had been in the military. It was then that I realized that my mother had roped him in, into her scheme. And it was then that I went no contact with both of them that day. Truthfully, because of the insidious nature of narcissistic abuse, I didn't realize what I was dealing with at first. So what do you think about that? This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, are you someone who has gone no contact with a narcissist parent or family member or is considering it? And if so, what tips would you offer to my viewer today and to anyone else who's in this situation? Share your thoughts, your ideas, and your questions in the comment section below, and let's talk about it. Thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, don't forget, take a look at the videos I've left for you right here and right here, and the videos I left for you up in the cards. Those will help you to continue growing and healing in this whole journey. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button right there so we can continue to stay connected and be on this healing journey together. As always, don't forget, you're never alone. You've always got your spanily. I'll see you soon.